0: Welcome back to OMG. OMG, Was Was that that offensive? offensive?
1: Oh, so glad to be back again. Look at us. Three times going strong. People are listening. (laughs) (laughs) So, one thing we wanted to talk about is like kind of a correction corner, but we're gonna call it address our mess. Address our mess. mess. Address our mess. Because there are things from when we're done with the episode, we're like, oh, shoot, or somebody corrects us. Okay, so for example, well, let's, let's address our mess. Let's address <laughs> our mess. We don't have to explain ourselves. <laughs> we just address it. Okay, so this weekend I was with my bestie, Catherine. Catherine Are you Catherine, saying I'm Catherine. not? You're one of them. <laughs> like Catherine, Catherine, Catherine. Catherine. Um, love her. We were in Idle, ILDO Wild. I don't even know what it's called. I don't I still even know. think I know what it's called and I don't know what it's called. Ildo Wild. Idle Wild. No, not ILD. Idle Wild. Idle Wilds. Italy Wild. Anyways, it's on the way to Palm Springs. It's this cute little kinda like mountain town. It's kind of like a big bear but towards Palm Springs. Oh cute. But, but it's more modern. Cute. Anyway. We went there for the weekend. She has um, a really, really cute Airbnb. Plug it up. The Dusk House. Follow them on Instagram. Oh! <laughs> <A> plug. <laughs> Dusk, I'm into it. Dusk House. D-U-S-K House. It's the cutest little A-frame and we had the best time. Anyways, on our trip there, she was like, we listened to the podcast together and she was like, um, hello, you've been to Austria. We we've traveled. Catherine and I worked together and we went on like a trip there for work. You've been to Austria. I've been to Austria and it's not
0: cold. At okay, all. wait, hold on. <laughs> if you didn't hear last week's episode, we spoke about Austria because we had a listener from Austria. Oh listeners. And we were joking that like we just assumed they were in cold in around the like room. a transistor
1: radio. Yeah.
0: Like listening to it with their <laughs> scarves on.
1: So now she comes and tells you that you have been to Austria. Yes. Reminds me that our observation is inaccurate because it's actually like 80 degrees there right now. Oh my and, God. <laughs> and I do remember that everybody looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Like <laughs> and there were like blue eyes, like six feet tall, just like all gorgeous people. And oh it was so hot God. and so humid yeah, I don't know I, what I was thinking.
0: About. I was th- I'll <laughs> tell you what I was thinking about Austria. Have you ever seen Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Of course. Okay, you know the <laughs> four grandparents <laughs> oh in the bed? Oh
1: my that god. That
0: is Austria, no? Oh my gosh. I imagined that. Off, why were
1: they all sleeping in the same bed?
0: Poverty. Yeah, I guess. Poverty is, is Their legs
1: didn't work, but then that one grandpa got up and was like yeah. dancing when they won the golden ticket. That I was mean, so weird. <laughs> Anyways, we're sorry Austria. (laughs) Our bad. That I should have caught on to that. Again, the memory, not so sharp on my end. No. It's yeah. Yeah. I I need to work through things. I don't know. The fact that
0: you've been to Austria and don't remember. That's so weird. It's
1: like something that you should remember. I think you need to take like a vitamin. I also thought Austria was in Germany. So maybe that's why I'm not putting the two together. I thought Austria (laughs) when you
0: when I learned that Austria was not cold. I thought then it was in Dubai. Oh my gosh. So, we can agree that you, you and I are both geographically challenged. Geographically challenged. Yeah. I
1: don't know where Ideal Wild is. Okay. I don't even know. And I, you I, were I mean, there last weekend. I was there. I know how to get there. Can't pronounce it, but it was great. So, go. <laughs> and another shout out to Sweden. We got another like
0: how Hit from are another
1: tree hitting the uh, <laughs> other side of the world is Sweden on the other side of the world I don't know I know it's in Europe don't know where it's at exactly but but that's definitely cold right Sweden is definitely no I looked up the weather so we would address this already there's gonna be some slight showers oh (laughs) 60 degrees oh so look at that we're not saying anything about Sweden I don't know if you're wearing if you're using an umbrella and it's you're in shorts but it's it's gonna rain so we're just happy you're here Sweden (laughs) And then one more thing, we got a lot of, like, um, what's the word? Like, I don't want to say props because that sounds weird, but a lot of people were, like, liking the John B. comment. Oh, right? Duh. Who doesn't so love a John B.? Underrated. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, he also sings Don't Talk, Pretty Girl, Are You Still Down? There was many favorites from people that were coming out of the woodwork to be like, thank you for recognizing John B. I hope his, like... Apple Spotify music just like shot up oh, the from charts from our
0: <laughs> from our podcast. Do you Whatever. think his
1: Apple He's Spot probably ahead. getting, like, a residual check this weekend, and he's like, oh my gosh, like, what is this Thank Who, you. Is <laughs> <about me laughs> Who is talking about me? bringing my songs back? We'll do that for you, John, because yeah, we love you so we're much. we're a fan.
0: Um, if you'd like to give us a ticket, does he, is he in concert? I don't I know, know. Maybe he does one of those, like... Oh, R&B Rewind. Yeah, with, like, Keith Sweat. Oh um, my
1: god, Ashanti is sorry. there. <laughs> and Ja Rule. Heck yeah, Maybe. I'm into it. I but yeah, we'll take those free $20 tickets. That ha- like. Absolutely. John B. <laughs> In yes. Ontario or something.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we're glad you're back. And today's episode is going to be, I think, maybe a little
1: less funny, if you will. It's definitely not on the funny scale. No.
0: And we will um, kind of give you a heads up that we will be speaking of some topics that are not necessarily kid-friendly. So if you have kids in the room, um, maybe just check and listen to this before you let your kids listen to it. Yeah, but, my,
1: it's definitely going to be the one of the heavier episodes I yeah. think that we're going to touch.
0: And I think the reason um, why is today is a special anniversary in your family yeah. mm-hmm. and... Um, for the people that love you today, your brother Samuel it's been nine years since his death, yes,
1: right? yes, how are you feeling today? Um, I feel fine mm-hmm. I feel like it's um it's weird because like this day is supposed to be like designated to the day that this happened, but in reality, when you lose someone, it's with you all the time, mm-hmm. so Having a day just to remember about things that happened, I'm always thinking about those things in some form of way. So I don't think it really, like, impacts me maybe as much as it might someone else in my family. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound too, like, harsh. It's just... It's always with me. Yeah. But I think it's good to talk about this. um, And bring some, like, awareness to people, too. I mean... And to remember my brother because i feel you know 9 years seems not it seems like a long time but it's not a long time mm-hmm. and i think a part of me kind of um i struggle with trying to remember mm. things about him and, and more so like his voice or his yeah. laugh or those things and i feel like as time goes by even though it's good when, thing, when time goes by because it heals things it's starting to lessen those memories of those things. And so I kind of, like, battle with that.
0: I feel that. Like, I feel that fear of, like, forgetting your person's smell and, like, little memories fading away. I can't... Yeah. I don't like that
1: feeling. Yeah. So let's talk about Sam. So Samuel is my... Okay, so my parents, they... How do I say this? Okay, so my stepdad, my mom, got remarried. Um, he had two children from a previous marriage, and then I came into the mix. They got married in the mid-90s, but they had been together for a long time. When they got married, um, they had my brother Samuel. So it's I have um, a stepsister who's um, like almost a year older than me, and I have a stepbrother who's about a year younger than me. And then Samuel, who is, gosh, how old was I when he was born? I was probably, like, 13 years old, so mm-hmm. it's like, a 13-age difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I feel like our parents were very attentive to Sam. Like, he was very spoiled. He was, like, the baby, mm-hmm. and here we were, like, these teenagers, you know, running amok, mm-hmm. junior high, high school. Um... And then as we got older, you know, um, I had a child very young, so. How
0: far apart are Sam and your son, your oldest?
1: So, um, I want to say Sam was born in, like, 1996, maybe? Am I wrong? Um, And then Matt was born in 2000, so four or five years apart. Mm -hmm. Four years apart, I think. Um, So they're very close.
0: My memory of Sam, too, was, like... Anywhere you were with your son, you had Sam. It was like he was your brother, but also kind of your baby, too. Yeah. So he was always at your house, always at our friend parties if Matt was there. Mm -hmm. That's how I remember him. I remember him on the couch, like, playing game night (laughs) with us, you know?
1: Fast forward to Samuel. uh, It was his senior year of high school, I think it was probably like two weeks into high school when this happened, mm-hmm. um, and I know that. I think what struck me too when we talked last week, or I, sorry, not last week, the first week, you mentioned like having that morbidness of you know, fighting with somebody or maybe saying something wrong, and losing that person that you might they might pass away or you didn't say what you wanted to say, and those things are. Well, do you do you have? Any
0: regrets with him? Like not saying something enough or no? Because I mean, it can be like you say something. Like in our cases, we tend to say a lot of things. Is there anything that you wish you could have said
1: to him more? I mean for sure, now now in hindsight, right? Of that so Samuel so two weeks into school it's probably so August today is August twenty fifth, right? Yeah. Um um, it was like a normal day Sunday. We were out of town or not out of town. I think we were in like Victorville or something. He stayed home. Actually that day I was supposed to take him and, a, and his friend school shopping. Mm. Cause at the time I worked at, um, a surf uh, apparel brand, mm-hmm. and I was going to take them to go use my discount and go shopping. Um, but something came up, some other uh, family thing came up, and we ended up doing that, and he stayed home. So, yeah, there's a regret of, like, mm. if I did that, maybe that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that day was just weird. Like, we came home, and, you know, my mom... We we live across the street from each other, and my mom called me and was hysterical, and I didn't understand what was happening, and, um, yeah, my brother was gone, so... That situation for me, so my brother passed away by suicide. Um, it's, like, hard for me to say that. I could imagine. Because I don't, like, fully still believe that. Yeah. But it is what it is, you know? Like, I think finding something out like that made me uh, question, like, well, first of all, I was, like, incomplete complete denial. Like, there's no way. I think it's a little bit of you still is. Yeah, I, there yeah there definitely is, um, but you start thinking of things like, okay, maybe somebody came in here and did this, yeah. maybe it was an accident, maybe, I don't know, you mm-hmm. play all these different scenarios and something like that. Especially with my parents, um, seeing them go through that and as a family just being like an engulfed in something that just like dramatically changed our lives that way right Um, you just feel like you want an answer you want to like solve it you want to like figure out how this could happen right Um, and it wasn't until like I spoke to my parents later that we talked more about it and um, I don't like even with them I don't feel like talking to them about it was like there was nothing that was like a sign of mental instability I think about the things that we talked about there was nothing that seemed like a red flag to me um as an outsider to me either yeah like to me he was a typical high school kid you know he had his earphones in I feel like all kids have that all the time I don't know I don't know
0: yeah it's tough yeah and the rate of suicide in high school and even middle school um children has risen even more post-covid yeah post-quarantine yeah and this was years before that totally
1: yeah I just like I still don't understand like what um like two weeks in a school like what was you know what triggered that what was there what happened but I went through everything like I Went through all of his notebooks. I went through like his friends. I like made phone calls. I like was like speculating of this and this and this. And honestly, like I think, I mean, saying this now, it took me a really long time, but that stuff doesn't doesn't matter. You know, like I, it doesn't bring him back. Mm -hmm. And so me trying to investigate all these things, like I remember a time when um, Jeremy was at our house and. I was like, hey, like, maybe I can look into his, like, autopsy report. Maybe, like, there's mm-hmm. something there. Like, I, I don't know if I watch too many, like, ID channel things mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe we can figure this out. Like, maybe. And then Jeremy's like, yeah, I can. I If you want, I can help you. You know, not, I don't think he was, like, investigating. But he was like, I can get you what you need. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I was just like, I never pursued it. I think because I was just like, it. what, what does it matter? Like, yeah. He, if I were to find out some dramatic thing or discover something, it's not going to change the fact that he's not with us. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm tangenting. No, you're
0: not. I mean, you're just working through your thoughts. This is a tough topic for anyone and you, it's, you've lived through it and you You know, you're sharing such an intimate part of your story and your family's story and it's okay to tangent because I I wouldn't imagine what my thoughts would be. Yeah. But as an outsider too and uh, your friend during this whole thing, it was beautiful to see the impact that Sam had on everyone that knew him. I mean, he played baseball and... His funeral was at a baseball field, I remember, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And there was hundreds of people just there to support his family and honor his life. Yeah. But does that make you mad ever? Oh, yeah. Like, where were you guys when he was here?
1: I mean, I did say that at his service. So they did have... So there was a memorial that was had. Oh, there was a lot of things that I got. I mean, I think... I don't know the steps of um, grieving, but I mean, I definitely went through them. And I was really angry. At the time, um, like, yes, the community got together. They did a memorial at a baseball park. Um, I remember seeing, like, these posts from people um, on Facebook. I remember this specifically, this one girl that I used to be friends with in junior high. And her mom, which she was never around or a good mom, mm-hmm. she posts on Facebook something to the effect of, like, you gotta, you really gotta be, like, watching your children, you have to be, like, she was giving this, like, spiel on Facebook about how to be a better parent because this could happen to your kid, and I would just remember, like, being so livid because nobody knew Anybody that knows us knows that my parents never treated him in a certain like he was like just they like were said, on yeah top of like him he was like they were he there. got everything he wanted he was just like he wasn't there was there, they had a great relationship they did a lot of things together so
0: so her posting that insinuated to you that your parents failed at something right
1: like if we didn't see these signs and that she was this great mom because you should really be on top of those things like there was a lot of posts like that at the time and and her thinking was probably like oh my gosh we gotta like get awareness out
0: there but you don't realize how it affects the family going through grief yeah
1: like so there were things like that and then at the memorial there was like a lot of kids that came up and I mean they were like we want to dedicate our season to this and blah, blah blah and so again in the back of my mind I'm like I don't know why he did this Were these people... Where were you guys? Why weren't you his friends? Like... But he had friends. That's what's, like, crazy about this. Mm -hmm. It's, like... He didn't... He played sports. He wasn't, like, sitting in his room alone in the dark. Like, it wasn't... I don't know. It's just weird. But, yes, that happened. And when we did have the actual funeral service, I did address that in my speech. And I did mention, like, you know, dang, like, I really wish you guys... Like, it's so great to see people supporting now, but where were you? You know? Mm -hmm. I wish you would have known the person that he was, or Mm -hmm. what he, his humor, and those things. Like, you you missed out for that. And it's great to dedicate your whatever season, but I don't know. How do you feel
0: about when people say, um, he's in a better place?
1: Oh, um...
0: Because I mean, this is the this is how we can go from... And the reason for this episode, I think, is, like, what do you say to a grieving person? Because I think that we all get uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And we mean well when we're, like, he's in a better place. He'll always be in your heart. Like, I think if my, like, closest people in my life would die, yeah. I think I would be, like, Screw you. Right. Leave me alone. Like, I don't want to hear that right now. Yeah. Even if I am faithful and believe he is in a better place. Like, I don't want to hear you say that. Yeah. So-and-so that was our neighbor 15 years ago. Right, right, You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: I mean, I think... I mean, I'm a believer, so I do... I do think that, for sure, it, heaven is a better place, right? But, yes, it, it, it stings because you you... He's a 17 year old kid, you know, like he like should have been so here. much more yeah. you know. Um, but I will say it took me so this one's kind of funny, but I don't think a lot of people know this, but a month a month to the day after he passed away, I feel like I'm very intuitive with my dreams, and I feel like I kind of know what's going on in them in, in the dream. Um, and I kept trying to get him to come to my dream, Mm. like something, just like that unsettled. So a month to the day, I finally did have a dream of him, and it was, um, it was like a rainy day, we were driving in a truck, we don't own a truck, but we were driving in a truck, um, me and I think Ricky, possibly, um, and I saw a bunch of little kids walking in the middle of the street, in the rain, dressed in white. I couldn't see their faces, but Sam walks up to me he's in white he's wearing a baseball hat and his eyes are like uh like bloodshot red like you like you've been crying Mm -hmm. um and we stop the car I get out and I go to him and I I squeeze him really tight and he whispers in my ear like I'm sorry Mm. and so he just said it a couple times and I I just was like don't like I don't remember exactly what he said but something along the lines of like don't be sorry like you Mm -hmm. know like I love you it's don't be sorry. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, I have to go. And all these kids were just walking off into kind of like, (laughs) like, it sounds crazy, but like, like when you see a a foggy or like a a park that's like all dewy, it was Mm -hmm. like that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And they all walked away and he walks away with those kids. And immediately, like waking up from that, I felt this peace and like Mm. calm and like of, like reassurance that we're gonna get teary eyed here. <laughs> yeah, just that. Like, if I didn't believe in heaven at the time, or not believe in heaven, but because I've always believed in heaven, I just felt reassurance. I didn't feel scared about death for the first time in my life, I didn't feel afraid of not knowing what yeah. the future held because that made me feel like, oh. I'm going to see him again. You know what I mean? Like, right. It felt good to know, like, that I will see him again. And I loved that because it made me, I think, even though I was still sad and I had, you know, a whole year of, like, just, like, these crying bits and yeah. stuff, it just felt relief. Like, I just felt relief to know that he was okay. He, he felt... um I can tell he felt remorse or sadness from whatever happened, um, but he was okay, so to me, I think that's helped me, um, and I still have dreams about him every now and then, um, you know, but that one for me was like, it just felt nice.
0: I believe that that was him visiting you. Yeah. I'm a believer of God as well. Yeah. But I'm also a big believer of energy, right? Like energy is never lost nor destroyed, per science. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, his energy came to you to let you know that. This is just the way I. I don't know how you believe. But I believe that was his way of yeah. of letting you know I'm okay. You're gonna be okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And yeah. Maybe he is sorry.
1: Yeah. And I, after that day, I immediately told. My dad, um, you know, because I wanted them to have that same kind of peace. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, man, it just, like, it's it's just so sad that, like, talking about what what I wish I could say. Of course I wish I could be, like, you know, whatever you're feeling in the moment or, or whatever the situation is, it's so like minute to what what the future holds, right? right? Like I don't know about kid, like just in general, like kids in high school or, or as an adult, right? Like yeah. um, financial situations or um, marriage situations or or things that seem that they just like in the moment feel so catastrophic that you just can't escape. Mm-hmm. I just I just I would hope that I can be a friend or a sister or whatever, an aunt, whatever to anybody that needed to know that you are important, that there's so much more to that situation than that. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely and strive to like offer help in some way because I feel like it's just feelings are so, you like feel like you're the only one feeling it right
0: when it's like deep, like a breakup, right. Right. You feel like, how is this happening to me and, yeah. and you're the only one feeling it. And so it feels so, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like, much. Yeah. But I appreciate you sharing that story. It's so vulnerable, but also at the same time beautiful, especially that dream. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. Do you know that, um, you may not remember this, but talking about, like, awkward and offensive things that we both say randomly. Yeah. Um... Per the title of our podcast. Yes. Months later, even maybe a year, you know, we didn't... It wasn't like your grieving process was over. Right. But you know, like when something embarrassing happens, and we must have been talking, you and I, about something embarrassing, and I said, oh my God, I would kill myself. And then I, like, (laughs) caught myself, and
1: I'm like, what did I just say? Like, oh... Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I... I don't remember that specifically, but I mean... That happens... I mean, I was in this, the apparel industry, right? And that would get thrown around all the time. I'm so sorry. No, don't be. I mean, I feel like I've said it at some point, right? And even, like, people, like, doing the, like, um... It, uh, what's the word? When they just, like, act like they're gonna, like, put a gun to their head and shoot themselves. You know what I mean? Like, those things... Oh, like, like the gesture. Yes, like, yes. I'm so, dead. Yes. Like, those things I would... I mean I was more obviously in tune to those things after that happened and, and it, it would be like uh, like a little like like a tug. Yeah. A little like punch to the gut a little bit, but not in a not in a way that I felt that people saying it were offensive. It was just more of a reminder of how words like this are to some people trivial but they're not. Yeah. You know, like absolutely it, it's, it's really not something to joke about and i'm I'm not in any way trying to scold anybody about saying those things i just think that obviously when you're in the situation it just means so much more and it 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 affects you in a different way yeah you know
0: and we just have to be conscious of like every word that we say can affect someone else yeah so much differently than it will affect you
1: yeah i mean it'll definitely hit home sure when that's being talked about if if you've lost somebody in that fashion or to suicide and whatnot um yeah is there anything that you
0: want to say to to people that have been in this situation or even to Sam
1: um I mean I feel like I definitely when people are in the situation or just losing someone in general you feel like you just like they just joined your club, you know, like it's mm. just kind of like there's this like kind of club of like losing somebody or
0: that nobody wants to be in. Right. But you're just in it.
1: Yeah. And it and it's 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 a sucky club <laughs> to join, but I would just I mean I I do my best to be compassionate and to be somebody that tries to be like a pinnacle of like you know, hope for somebody, and I think, I think too. Even in that time, like so many people that just came out of nowhere, like bringing us dinners and 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 cards and flowers. Like you, you really get to see what people, what kind of hearts people have, and and I, I try to do that now. You know, if somebody loses somebody, I tr- I try to be that person that,
0: you know. Well, my takeaway from you telling this story is, um, be there for people today while you're here. Be there for your neighbor, you know, be there for your friend that's gotten a little quiet or, um, be present. Send a text when people, you know, I don't know. That's what I'm I'm taking away is like, tell people you love them now. Yeah. Don't wait till it's too late, because maybe that person doesn't know they're loved by Mm -hmm. many, even though they are.
1: Yeah. There was something that I read, and I forgot, I think I might have posted it the other day, but it was something about, like, don't hold back on telling people how much you appreciate them, or that you're thankful for them, because you feel it's silly. Like, if you're feeling it, just say it. Like, sometimes people are hesitant about giving, like, words of affirmation or Mm -hmm.
0: something. I'm not. Um... I will tell everyone I love them. Remember the first
1: episode? <laughs> I told that pharmacist yes. I love her. I remember. I just think that, like, sometimes it's hard for people to do, right? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think be more aware to it. And I think, in terms of Sam, like, I think that, I think he's happy. I think he still looks down on us. And in terms of my parents, I, I feel like their relationship has grown so much and, they're, um, they went through a lot. They went mm-hmm. through something that I can't even fathom even being in a situation, mm-hmm. losing a child, but them together as a unit and how much they've in the nine years that they've just really grown and, and I can just see like the love from them and how it's just yeah. manifested into something good for their relationship, even though it was an awful situation. But I just. I think I condemn them so much for just having, um, that will to keep going and to like value life and, you know, they take trips together now and they do things and it's, to me, I like probably get more emotional about that because I'm just like, man, like that strength. To survive. Yeah. To survive together. Yeah.
0: It's beautiful.
1: Yeah, so... Well, I love you. I love you. I'm proud
0: of you for doing this.
1: Me too. I think, you know, something that, you know, I think I did write down that I wanted to, like, make people aware. Um, if, you know, I think just being an advocate to people and, and like Michelle said, just, like, making sure that you're, you're there for them. Um, but if, if there is thoughts of depression or things that are going on, there is um, people that you can talk to. Um, and I didn't know this until recently that you can just actually text the number 988. You can dial it. Yeah, you it's can like call, call them too. It's like 911,
0: but it's 988 for the Suicide and Crisis
1: Lifeline. Yeah, so like Suicide Prevention Lifeline, they'll talk to you, they'll direct you to what you need, even if you're um, looking to help. Mm. like or, oh, really? or be like you know, learn more about things to be, to understand how to approach people or, or deal with people, those, you can get that information too from there. So that's awesome to know. I didn't know yeah. that side. Yeah. And then ha- I think there's a website too. So 988lifeline.org for people that want to get involved or if like they want to promote prevention, um, that's also an option. But yeah, 988. Crazy, right? So simple.
0: I mean, I'm just so happy that it's out there now. Me too. I think that mental illness and depression and all of that, the more we speak about it, the more people won't feel so alone.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I want to be
0: for sure better at that. I do
1: too. Can
0: we do something together?
1: We should. Let's do something. I think I want to say like October or November is like a suicide prevention. Maybe we could do something like a walk or something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who wants to join us? (laughs) We'll set something up. So, again, sorry for the heaviness on this Don't episode. say sorry. Okay. I think people will appreciate this. But I think it's good. Yeah. And, um, yeah.
0: Thank it. you for yeah. sharing. Seriously. Fine. And we hope that you will listen, like, comment on our Instagram. Yeah. OMG3Es. Was that <laughs> <Three> offensive?
1: <laughs> so, um, we love you guys. And um, we'll see you again. Talk to you soon. Next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.